Dude, you were the one who said you had a hard out. Dude, so I, I got to keep you guys on your toes. And we don't need to be kept on our toes, all right? Man, need okay. to be firmly planted on the ground. <laughs> we record this podcast. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Check out these new glasses I got, bro. I feel like Dr. Hugo Strange with them on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, honestly, I just found them. and you just put them on your eyeballs i don't really wear i'm not i'm not much of an accessory wearer whether it's watches or glasses or jewelry i don't really have any of that shit it's never been part of my i used to wear earrings back in the day but me too then i decided i didn't like dick anymore so (laughs) 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 but yeah was speaking of not liking dick? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's what this episode's all about. Yeah, it's about not liking dick. So, ladies, yeah. unless you're gay, get off of you. Unless you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, fellas? Long time no see. Yeah, dude. Just uh, I was reading the last couple pages of an, of what we're covering today Ooh. while uh, I was waiting on you. Other than that, life is hell. Nice is what I like to hear. Yeah. We'll get you like to hear it. We'll get you like later. to hear that life is hell. <laughs> yeah. That gets you going, Jake. Yeah, it keeps me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's all about being kept on his toes. Apparently, today. yeah. I'm, like, I'm all about the toes today. I got a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like toes, Jake? You know what? I actually don't, but I'll say this. In the last <laughs> like three years, when I'm like in the zone, uh, I will. Just like without thinking, like suck on a girl's toes. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's not something yeah. like I don't oh. like. You'll never see me looking up feet and be like, oh, yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> I hope to God I never see that. No, <laughs> no but like you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> no one should ever see that, dude. But there's like people who like generally get off on on like feet. No, I don't, yeah, I, I get that. I, I don't I care don't. about yeah. that. But like if, yeah, I'm in the, if I'm in the heat of the moment, like and the, oh yeah, I'll sometimes I'll lick a, f- sometimes I'll lick a t- <laughs> foot and then just rub it all over my face. Okay, that's too much, dude. That's yeah, really <laughs> disgusting. You're disgusting. Yeah, no, I'm not going to call shame. that disgusting, but that's just you. That you do your thing, Cody. I'm gonna. Well, it would. It's disgusting depending on like. Okay, have you guys been walking around all day? Like, good boy, I who knows? <laughs> you don't even care. Don't, they yeah, can, they, just they can be like at a four day Bonnaroo festival, walking <laughs> around all day. And you you would look that shit, wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I like, being, <laughs> I like being nasty. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I like being nasty too. It's just sometimes, like, I think about things. Like, if I'm like, hmm, does she have athlete's foot? I like to think about how God made her dirt and dirt don't hurt. You know what I mean? I've never heard that phrase in my I've life. Never heard. That's not even. A, that's a Cody Cannon original. You've never heard God made dirt and dirt don't. It's what, like if somebody drops food on the ground. A lot of times, sometimes they'll be like, "God made dirt and dirt don't hurt." But if I die, then God knows why oh well i've never heard that at all honestly yeah that's crazy well we don't say that in the bronx i've heard it my whole life yeah what do you you say in the bronx anthony what's a classic bx saying 
Um, it, if you, <laughs> there's, there's no saying it's like a uh, five second rule, 10 second rule, whatever. Like, I mean, don't we, eat we had that too, but, <laughs> yeah. but sometimes, sometimes if you want to prove to somebody that you're not afraid to live a little, you bust out that saying, you know? <laughs> and they're like, damn, daddy, you just got me wet. <laughs> but wait, exactly. Cody, who, who's left alive that you have to prove that to? That's true. Aren't all your enemies dead? Yes. You're right. I forgot. But I just when that. he thinks they're all dead, there's still like a second string roster that he had forgotten about. Ooh, I see oh. what you're doing there. <laughs> I like it, and even though it's not that good, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Better than the Red Sun one, so true. I'm <laughs> yeah, anything's better than that. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you're listening, today's topic is a, literally one of my favorite comic books of all time. I have reread it easily more than 10 times. Uh, I'm Jacob H. You already know who's joining me. Cody, Anthony, we out here in these streets sucking toes and kicking ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today, we talk... DC's Justice by Alex Ross, and I honestly forget who else. Jim the Kruger. Jim, Jim Kruger. Yeah, there we go. Doug and Doug Braithwaite. They're so are those like the Alex Ross. Well, no, Jim Kruger's the writer, and Alex Ross and Doug Braithwaite, they're both artists. I think what I think Doug Braithwaite is actually the penciler, and then Alex Ross paints over it. Nice. Yeah. For those of you listening, if you don't know who Alex Ross is, seriously give him a follow the on Instagram. Goat. Seriously give him a follow on Instagram because his art is like genuinely impressive. I have friends who are like artists and who tell me like, dude, the shit that he does with with watercolor is borderline like impossible to pull off. Out of this beautiful. World. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like he's like almost like I mean, he is like a real artist. You know what I mean? Like there's comic book artists and then there's like Alex Ross. Yeah. Dude, Alex Ross is the goat. I would say I would say he's my favorite artist. He's my favorite. Easy. He's hands down my favorite artist. And the way he paints these heroes and the villains too is it really captures how mythic they are. Yeah. yeah. I also love the fact, dude, he's a huge fan of using classic costumes. Yeah. yeah. Like Everyone's you can tell like his OG. heroes, yeah, OG, they're wearing like the cloth. Like it just looks like the cloth. golden age. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's a huge fan of golden age costumes, which I love. Yeah, and that's also the thing about this comic where it's it's a pretty epic comic, but it's also I, I want to say golden age, but more like you guys ever watched Super Friends when you were a kid? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. The yeah. classic Super Friends cartoon. Yeah. And in Super Friends, they would always fight the Legion of Doom. And the Legion of Doom is so cool because it's not just like some random ass team of like D-list villains for a hero. It's like every main villain for a hero got together to fight the Justice League or the Super Friends in that case. And this is like the serious version of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. They even have 
the Hall of Justice and that one that two page panel where it's the Legion of Doom and Lex Luthor is toasting. He's like, yeah. "We did it. We won." That's yeah. like it's so classic, and it truly really is. Like, meanwhile, in the Legion of Doom. The- <laughs> 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 yeah. There's even a, a quick part where Plastic Man, you see him turn into a lawnmower, and he's like, shape of a lawnmower, yeah, which is something yeah. the Wonder Twins yeah, might Wonder say. Twins. <laughs> Dude, yeah. there's so much cool shit. I I don't know where to begin. I guess we, we could a- talk about this for days. Yeah, I could. It's, it's my <laughs> favorite. Like it, yeah, it really it's in is. My top and I favorite comics of all time. If you want me to be honest, Jake, I have your copy. I know you oh, do. I, it's because of you. I actually. bought it yeah. from you, basically, because I damaged it. Yeah, you damaged <laughs> it, and I'm like really anal about the condition of my comic books, so I hate when they come back. Even if it's just like slightly, like I, I lend my brother Watchmen, and he fucking ruined it in my eyes. So I bought another one, but I bought like a nicer one. So once you took that from me, I was like, well, sweet, I'll just get the super giant absolute edition. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. I still have it. That's what I was reading right when you logged nice. on. I imagine in the inside flap it says this book belongs to Jake and FH. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? I wish. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> if you found this book, contact Jake at. <laughs> yeah. Unless you fucked it up, then don't give it back. <laughs> I guess we should do a brief very brief synopsis because it's it's a pretty long book and uh, yeah pretty packed uh, it's so long it's so long and full that <laughs> they should never even consider making this a movie unless they want to do it in like a big three three parter yeah. that's what I was going to say hmm. the only way I'd want to see this movie is in a three parter I would otherwise say, it'd be a, I'd rather see it as a series I was going to say I'd rather Ooh. if they ever made an adaptation like a live action adaptation of this I would like to see it I think HBO Max series Ooh, yeah that'd be but cool. they would need a huge budget though that's the thing like yes you need time you need like seasons probably for each part because it's like three books three different that'd be but sick. like you definitely would need because of the epicness of the story, like, and I don't want to be like epic, epic, but like that really I mean, is. It what, is epic. <laughs> like, this is one of the few it's comics where over it's the truly, top epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like, you need, yeah, and you need, you know, you need the money to capture that. Like, I'm going off of Obi Wan, where it, it's not getting that Star Wars mm. feel that you would get from a movie, and a lot of the Star Wars show, Book of Boba Fett, felt the same way. You know, it doesn't feel like a movie would feel. Yeah. So if you need justice, if you need to make it feel cinematic like a movie, man, it needs that to be would be like cool. Michael Bay level. I was going to say like action. Michael Bay slash honestly, like I'm not even saying like I want him to direct it, but like as far as someone who can capture epicness, dude, James Cameron. Like imagine James Cameron doing justice using that Avatar yeah. camera. That could look. That would, sick. I would fucking shit my brains out, dude. <laughs> Shit your brains out. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but that would affect his Joe Pesci score still because he would, like, oh, he would die literally. <laughs> that's how I, that's the only, that's actually the only way I can die. Is oh I, shit. <laughs> Is <laughs> by shitting my brains that's out on a James Cameron. Anthony, do you want to give a little synopsis? Oh, I'm the synopsis guy for this. I feel like you should, Jakey. This you just said. I think this was like when I think of justice. I'm like, I do it. Oh, okay. Damn it, Cody. All right. Okay, so (laughs) crazy shits happening. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
All right, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, you're doing it, Jake. All right. So basically, I mean, I could literally go like panel, like page for page in the beginning. Cody's losing his shit. Uh, but basically, the villains, the classic DC villains, have band together seemingly to better the world. They've cured diseases. They've cured crippled people. They've they've literally solved made world, world hunger. Yeah, they've literally uh, solved world hunger. Uh, fucking Iceman makes that giant glacier and gives water Captain to Captain Cold. Yeah, sorry, Captain Cold. Sorry, Iceman. Val Kilmer. Yeah, Kilmer. yeah. <laughs> Dude, he would be a good Captain Cold. Yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, so like they basically solve all of the world's <laughs> ills, and there's these like seven giant like utopia sphere cities that people are being invited to live into. So naturally, the heroes are very suspicious of like, why are these villains all of a sudden doing like good shit? And you come to find out that it is actually, in a way, like a dual plan between Lex Luthor and Brainiac, but who you find out both of which are trying to fuck each other over. Well, ultimately, in the yeah. End. Of course yeah. they are. They yeah. they always do. That's dude. Honestly, one of my favorite scenes is when Aquaman is on the table and he's getting his brain cut into. Yeah, and then and then you see Brainiac. And he's like, "From here, I'm a regular Brainiac." <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like that close up of his face with the scalpel. Yeah, he looks so creepy. Yeah, yeah. he looks so creepy. I'd be like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I love Brainiac. Is the really the main villain of this whole story? Brainiac is, is such villain. a great. I think he's my favorite Superman villain besides Lex Luthor, of course. Ooh, really? Well, Lex Luthor yeah. also a huge role and and villain in this one slash hero in the end. Yeah. yeah, in the same way, like we talked about in Red Sun, it does kind of mimic that that kind of head of has a very similar ending with Brainiac and Lex Luthor, how they tie into you know the master plan. But I was going to say with Brainiac, what I always like about him is that Superman, yeah, he you could punch Brainiac's head off, but it's like Ultron, you know, like he'll exactly. go into another he Brainiac, would literally just come back in another robot body and he'd be like, "Hello, Superman." So it's not a straight up fist fight for Superman. Superman's actually got to use his brain, which. You got it. Like another thing about Superman is he's he's a really smart dude, but he doesn't always have to use his brain. He could really just punch his he, way through he anything. Can punch his way out of anything. It's the kind of story where even you know even Batman is is tripped up by the events of what's happening. Yeah, it's pretty cool in that sense. Yeah, dude, I love when so so. Also, just to give another little detail, so it turns out Brainiac is using these robotic worms to control everyone. So if he like injects you and you have like a limp arm and, it, and you're suddenly cured, it's actually these like robot. You guys remember that? The ones that Dr. Savannah yeah. made? Yep. Yeah. I yeah. got it confused with kingdom come. It's kind of similar. Yeah. When I'm, I'm imagining not exactly similar, but I'm imagining the parts with Shazam and kingdom come where, where he's kind of under, under, isn't he? Well, that's straight Shazam's up. Mr. Mon- a, Shazam's a huge role in kingdom come and he kind of plays a big role in this one too. Yeah, he does. Oh, he he, does, he's yeah. the reasons he's the only reason Superman want, lived. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also, I love that when, uh, when Superman busts into the Batcave and like Batman doesn't realize, or no, is it Batman that's been taken over? Which one? Yeah, yeah Batman's, Batman's taken, taken Batman over. Yeah. They both actually have, but yeah. in that moment, yeah. Batman was under control. And then, like, and then Billy Batson says Shazam in the Batcave and turns into Shazam, and Batman's like, "Are you crazy? Lightning in a yeah. in a cave?" And he's like, "It's magic yeah. lightning." Yeah, such a funny scene. It is such a funny scene. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a. <sighs> It's a doozy. Would you guys like have signed up for the villains like cure thingies or whatever? 
Like if they were I mean, like, hey, we're going to pay off your student debt. Would you be like, oh, well, sweet. In that case, like, if Lex Luthor's, Luther's going to pay off my student debt, then I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, do, I'll drink some microscopic worms. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know. I'm going to I'm going to trust the heroes. I'm not going to be like, whoa, the scarecrow is like, come on in. OK, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this seems safe. I love that. The first few pages are the villains having the same nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you see Scarecrow wake up. Yeah, you see Captain Cold wake up, and you, they see all the Justice Priscilla. Priscilla. They see all the heroes die, and then nuclear holocaust happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way, Cheetah. She's so fucking fierce in this. With her, it's not like she's a cheetah creature. She has literally the skin of an actual cheetah on her. Like she sewed it together. That's pretty yeah. badass. Yeah, and she like gets her powers by doing like blood sacrifices. Yeah, she's fucked. Yeah. yeah, she's cool in this. Too bad she wasn't that cool in the movie, though. Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Oh, not even... Not even oh, remotely God. close. Um, <laughs> dude, you know who I... Once again, he plays such a minor role, and yet in the end, he kind of plays a big role, but dude, the Joker is used so well in this book. So well. I love... Uh, dude, he's so funny. So silly. I love how in every scene he has a different costume change. Yeah. I like when Lex Luthor is like teleporting, grabbing all the villains, and you see him go and grab Scarecrow from Arkham. Yeah. And, and Joker's like, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, why don't you invite me? <laughs> and and Riddler's like, sorry, like, you're too fucking crazy. And then yeah. you see Joker yelling. He's like, I only stay here as long as I think it's funny. And then at last yeah. panel, like, he's like, and it's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And then in the end, he's literally the one who blows up like the cities, the sphere cities. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. He, does. he also kind of looks Amish at the end. He's kind of well, no, like he's, he's wearing a Dracula. Well, yeah, he, he's yeah. But before that, he's wearing that Dracula cape and he bites Scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. He, he even says because Scarecrow's like, "Wait, please don't." We're and then he bites him. He's like, "Let me guess, super friends." And yeah, friends <laughs> reference. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a great, it's a great fucking comic. Yeah. Humor. The it, the stakes feel like, even though, spoiler alert, even mm. though you couldn't have something this epic with the heroes not winning. You know what I mean? The stakes, they did a good job of making the stakes feel real. The battles are bomb. The battles yeah. are bomb. Like, yeah, at times even overwhelming. Like, they're oh, yeah. so big. There's a lot going on in the panels. Yeah. Oh, man. And like, it's two, stunning. Uh, yeah, to Alex Ross's credit, he's like, you can actually like really take your time reading that comic just by like looking at each page of art, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you can finish the dialogue, 100%. but then you can just like notice the detail that he puts in. You're just like, dude, this guy's a yeah. G straight OG. OG. Yeah, um, Alex Ross is just like we've said it. We could say it every single episode. It would still be it. true. He's just so good. Yeah. And and this kind of story, if uh, here's a question for you guys that might be hard to answer. If it didn't have Alex Ross's art, would you like the story as much? Probably not. Oh, yeah. Oh, you both gave a different answer. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, explain yourself, and then I'll explain myself. The story would still be fine. I, I don't think the story would be awful without Alex Ross, but like you cannot deny that his art adds. I think it's the art that adds the element that makes it epic. The story is awesome, and it would be great even if Jim Lee did it or whoever the fuck, but it's Alex Ross's art that puts it over the edge. Hmm. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that at all, but what I'm saying is like the story... Can't. 
is <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Alex's Ross's art is. I'm not even I'm, shitting on this. I say I, I just answered Anthony's question. He said, "Would it be as good without his art?" The answer, I don't. I, don't, I think is no. But the story is fine. Oh. Yeah, but it's I, his I, art that okay. like, dunks it into the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I w- I agree that it would be a great. I think it would be a great story. Uh, but I don't think I do think the art fucking slam takes it home. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think it's, but I think the story is great and epic, and it does a good job of making you. F- nobody feels safe. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the scene when the heroes are getting attacked, it oh. really feels like there's a chance of loss. Like when they all, when the, when dude, when Grodd's in that chair, dude, Grodd is one of my favorite villains. Really, in Grodd's this story. a beast in this comic. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has one of the yellow rings for yeah. some of the time. Yeah. He has it on his, uh, on his like leg, right? His foot. Yeah. His toe. Yeah. <laughs> Toes bringing it full circle, baby. Dude, I was- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I also. Lived- she- oh, sorry. <laughs> Mine was gonna be insane. No, no, I, was say gonna- it, say it. I was gonna say, would you suck on Grodd's toe? Absolutely not. For a power ring? Oh yes. <laughs> 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 I would suck Rod's dick for a power I mean that would be hilarious because the yellow ring is fear so like you'd like suck his dick and then you would just hear you have mastered my greatest fear of being forced to suck a gorilla's dick you like wipe off your you wipe off your mouth you're like alright let's fucking go like you, you're like suited up like Sinestro now I wipe my mouth off and it's like it's like Jake of sector 2814 <laughs> yeah. My eyes like glow yellow and everything. <laughs> and my like my main construct. You know how like Green Lanterns have a main construct where there's like a fist or something. Yeah. My main would be a Grodd's dick. <laughs> <laughs> like waves of cum, waves you of know, cum. <laughs> like tsunami San Andreas style. <laughs> But it would be yellow, so people are just going to assume it's piss. Yeah, they're going to assume it's piss. <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool, too. Or maybe Jake managed with his Sinestro powers to combine piss and cum and then just take over the universe that way. (laughs) Two strongest forces in the cosmos. (laughs) Piss and cum. How would the Justice League even know how to respond to that? Dude, they (laughs) wouldn't. This is already yellow. I can kill the Green Lantern Corps single-handedly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. I would be the greatest yellow lantern of all time. (laughs) Does that answer your question, Cody? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh. 
Oh, I just want to see Alex Ross draw me obtaining <laughs> a power ring. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, like a post cum gorilla grot yeah, behind yeah. him. <laughs> 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 like, just like chilling back, you know? You see the Flash, like, just ran in and he's confused about the situation. <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, justice is a great kind. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I wanted to go back to when Cody mentioned how they're all being systematically taken out. I I particularly loved uh, the flashes that he keeps like outrunning himself. Yeah. yeah, and he can't stop. Like that's fucking. And he's he's, he's like literally about to wither away. Yeah, he's just running so much. It's also kind of like Kingdom Come, where the Flash. I guess he could control it, but he's patrolling the streets constantly. Like he's always running and running. Flash is pretty much a god. He's pretty much Doctor Manhattan. He's experiencing everything at once. Yeah, this he can't control it. He he had the bad soup. (laughs) (laughs) Soup. Uh, Yeah, that's how he gets the worms inside of him. And then I really like Martian Manhunters has the dream of like Mars burning again, and he thinks he's burning. Yeah. Yeah, Grodd just beats him down with his mind. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Dude, so, Grodd is so cool. Yeah, and Martian Manhunter, it's so it's so terrifying because Martian Manhunter's like, I know I'm underwater. I know I'm underwater. Yeah. I swam here, and he still can't stop it. It's and like then he just flashes. Fucking acid trip. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like a Vietnam flashback for sure of yeah. Martian Manhunter's family. Like that double page spread where it's just like everything's burning. All the Martians. And you are see burning. that at the beginning of the story, too. They're like yeah. Martian Manhunter's one of the first to be taken out in the dream Dude. why are they always taking him out he's one of the strongest fucking people on the team like he shouldn't be taken out so easily that's true i feel like well loki martian manhunter doesn't they don't put the same respect on his name as no way do, as they do like superman because martian manhunter or even is superman level like strong and everything yeah and he's batman yeah. level detective you know yeah. what i mean like he's, he's kind of fucking, like superman and batman combined and he's he really no invisible yeah. he can shapeshift like he can do a yeah, lot of shit telepathic he's yep. telepathic like he's od strong yeah and then he even dies in final crisis like they just kill him off all the time i don't yeah. know why they, they need to put respect on his name mm. Did they do i agree <laughs> respect him Respect. I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Cody had to say the T. <laughs> Hold on, you guys could mind if I go hit the bowl real quick? Yeah, I'll take like one second. Shit, dog. We'll, we'll take over. Oh, yeah, we'll take over. So let's talk about the most important thing now that Anthony's gone. What's that? <laughs> Um, no, I was just fucking around. Oh, okay. Uh, dude, I just love every, even like villains that you don't really care about, they fucking shine. And then, like, I don't know, like Joker, like you said, he shines as like a third, like third side character. You know yeah. what I mean? Third he's literally character. not, he's on like all of like two or three pages, but yeah, exactly. He's fucking, he's just out there wrecking shit. I like that even in this giant pantheon and huge cast of a story. You know that even the Joker is still a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and the reason they true. didn't even invite him along was they're like, dude, you're so unreliable. Like you will fuck us over just because you think it's fun to. And he pretty much proves it. He's like, ah, fuck it. Like, dude, you would think like you would think that like as Joker being a villain that you'd be like, dude, aren't you down for us to take out the heroes? And Joker's like, fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care. He just wants to see some things blow up. Yeah, he's just trying to see. I yeah, but I did like his little pork pie hat. 
Car- yeah, carnival dude. get up in the end. I also like Riddler. You get that quick caption from Batman where it's like Riddler's compulsion is to always tell the truth, just disguised in the form of riddles. Mm. So no matter what happens, the Riddler's always going to tell you the plan. Yeah, like that. I love that whole. You get it, this comic makes Riddler look pretty badass. You know, a lot of comics always oh, yeah. kind of. This comic, I like the way Riddler turns out. I feel like this, with both heroes and villains, this comic really shows BC and D-listers at, like, peak, peak performance, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Even Toy Man gets to fuck shit up. Toy Man Toy is, Man's like, a monster. A yeah, he's a beast in yeah. this comic. He ends dude. up becoming, like, a... He's, like, this morbidly you know, like, obese dude with, like, things... Yeah, like he, like, he's, like, the... Bjorg mind or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Bjorg? <laughs> Why is it Swedish? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bjorg. Bjorg. We're the Bjorg. He's <laughs> the Bjorg in mind. <laughs> That's Bjorg. <laughs> that's hilarious Um, I just smoked some stuff by the way it's a strain called Octane and it's like 34% THC pretty good stuff it's high octane dude high octane bro this is like the fast and furious of podcasts oh yeah (laughs) because we're family here we're family (laughs) I'm of course Dominic Toretto Anthony's Paul Walker and Cody, hey, Cody's, Mich- Paul Walker. Cody's Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll be Michelle Rodriguez. She's a badass. She's a shit no bitch in those movies. No, dude, I'd love to okay, be Michelle Paul Rodriguez. Therese Gibson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or ludicrous. I don't know. Who do you want to be? Oh, Luda. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> or The Rock, as we now know, he's in it. And Jason Statham. I haven't watched God, any of those movies. Neither have I, but yeah, I know. I've never seen any Fast and Furious movies. I've never what? seen anything. I watched like the first four. I watched the first five. three or two, and that was it. I watched like the first four, and then I, I just kind of gave apparently up. Apparently, they go to like outer space now and fight aliens. Like, literally, like they could be <laughs> injustice for all we know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dude, they're going to be the D listers. Yeah. Exactly. They're just gonna- <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. Green Lanterns, when Sinestro comes with a boom tube and just literally projects him to the farthest fucking reaches of the universe. Like, there's literally yeah. no yeah. stars where he is. Yeah. Pure black. Pure black. And, dude, I love when he, like, in order to like preserve power and survive, he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to like digitize myself and become part of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, which makes him immortal, basically makes him immortal, but he's also trapped. And I'd love when you see it from his perspective, he's making these like emerald people and cities and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything's fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, were you getting that? And maybe I was just reading too much into it, but it was really making it seem like they were hinting at parallax in the sense that they're like, Hal Jordan, you know, if you stay here and all you're creating is a is a city or a world where you're in control of everything, like that's not the way to go. But that's what happens when he becomes Parallax. He recreates um what the fuck is his place called? I don't know what it's called, but he uses the ring to like resurrect his city and he kind of like it snaps his mind. I I that, I guess what I'm saying is you think it was like referencing that? I don't no, I don't think so. I think it was more showing him like, dude, you'll live forever, but you'll also be forever lonely and trapped. 
Yeah, that was the big point for sure. But like the 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 time period of this story, it's almost like the Teen Titans are still kind of young. Like yeah. it was this was made in in what like two thousand four maybe two thousand five. But like in story, it's not like it's it's its own thing. Justice, you don't have to. It doesn't connect to anything else. Yeah, it's like a one shot. Yeah, a massive one shot. Right. I also think it's it's kind of easy to read, especially if you've ever watched the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Because it has a similar roster, but obviously it's Justice League of America, so it has Bandit, way more yeah. people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> 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 I uh, yeah, I didn't get the parallax thing, but you could do it. I don't know. I think it's just a, it's just such a one shot that there's no way they really gave a shit about connecting. No, I, I just I, I guess I thought I meant that like because it's not it's something that hasn't happened in that universe. It seems yet. It, it just made me think it was something that like how Jordan is always kind of destined to take too much power or something like that. I don't know. Like I was saying, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I did like that John Stewart gets the ring. Yeah. That's another thing. Like he uh, like apparently he hasn't been Green Lantern yet or yeah. maybe he has, but it's no, I got that sense too that he hasn't, but that they were like if the ring's going to go to anyone, it's going to be Jon Stewart. Yeah. And they were right yeah. by sheer luck. Uh but dude, that scene is awesome when they're they're going to save the Titans and it's Black Canary, Green Arrow on Plastic Man and you see Clayface take the entire width of the sewer becomes like oh, this giant monster. Yeah, and then Elongated Man has to stop him. Oh, that's right. You're right. It's Elongated Man, who they clown on the entire comic. Yeah. And he's like, fuck yeah, shit. Him so. like, yeah, and then that was a cool caption when it's from Oliver Queen's perspective. And he's like, he's like, if ever they should clown on Elongated Man, they're like, tell them about this day. Yeah. Like, like that was cool. He was like, fucking, like, you're one of us now, dude. You ain't no pussy character. Because you see him. <laughs> he, he, he even says, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, he's biting me. He's chewing me. Yeah. <laughs> But you see him later on, so he survived. Yeah, he He's lives. all good. He earned his stripes. He earned his stripes. ends yeah. up dying, which is, you know, in my opinion, always a bummer. Um, but this is one of the ones where I'm kind of okay with it. No, I'm okay yeah. with it, too. Wonder Woman almost does. She kind of has she to get does. resurrected. Yeah. Yeah, true. And like I said earlier, even though it it's kind of Golden Age-esque in the way that everything co- they solve, you know what I mean? Everything works out. It suits the art. It suits the epicness. You know what I mean? Like every character is important on that extended roster. Yeah. yeah. From Everyone the Doom shines. Patrol to the Metal Men. Dude, yeah, dude, that it was, shit cool, was cool. Because when I read it through before, I just kind of read over the Doom Patrol. I was like, whoever these fuckers are. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Now you know who they are a bit. So it's kind of yeah. it adds a layer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like even the metal men, you might not know who they are, but it's cool how they use the metal men as their armor, and then even you as the audience don't or the reader don't know until it's revealed that like what who you thought was Superman was actually Shazam with the armor, and yeah, they, they kind of cool. do a they bunch of fake outs. Everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The big battle's kind of wild; like you don't really know what's happening a lot of the time. It's Some insane. of the armor looks kind of similar, so it's kind of hard to tell. Everyone's who's armor looks even. crazy, dude. Like Aquaman's yeah. armor is like pretty much the creature from the Blue Black Lagoon type shit. Yeah. 
That oh, shows. that's yeah. yeah look that at it. Look at exactly, it again. Go back yeah, and watch. It's yeah. totally the creature of the Black Lagoon. And I was like, Aquaman was sick. a fucking badass in this. I'm he not gonna lie. I was rooting badass. for Aquaman the whole time. He was he also gets like, his brain chopped. He gets lobotomized. <laughs> yeah. and he just gets back together. He's like, yeah, regenerates I'm fine. himself. Yeah. Because I'm part amphibian. Or yeah. <laughs> and he has to save his son, who Brainiac is trying to convert to like the first. Which, yeah, like when his baby has those little Brainiac dots on his head. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, Brainiac's kind of scary in this. Dude, but Lex Luthor clapped on him in the end when he shrinks Brainiac's ship. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, Brainiac, I knew you tried to betray me. <laughs> yeah. No, Brainiac's ship was shrunk. That's why they couldn't find it. But somebody got him in the end. Superman uh, freeze breaths him. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're he's right. in space and he's just like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, you're right. You know what I do like is right as all the nuclear missiles are going off, it's like Wonder Woman and Batman and Lex Luthor and Gorilla Grodd. And oh, because Batman has the worms in him, he's been wearing the lasso of truth the whole time. Because it's the no, only no, thing. No, no, that's that- Batman. Yeah, Batman. Sorry. Batman's done because it's the only thing keeping him sane. And so. He tells Lex Luthor, he's like, if you if you're half the hero you think you are, like you'll save us from this nuclear whatever. And then he's like, or else you'll be the first one to die. Like I'll kill you before we all die. Yeah. And then you hear you see Lex Luthor look at Grodd, and he goes, I know he's not lying. He has the lasso of truth on him. Yeah. That's such a sick part. Like, (laughs) yeah. Bruce, like literally, he's like he's like, I'll break my fucking rule and murder you if this is how. And he wasn't. Yeah, lying. that's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I like the use of of lore in this for really small moments like that. Um, there was also like a quick line where they talk about Arkham Asylum, and they're like, "The people that work here foolishly think that Arkham Asylum is all about trying to heal the, you know, the mentally sick, but really, it's all about protecting everyone on the outside from them." Mm. Which is, you know, story wise, that makes sense. They're really never trying to help people. You know, you don't have to. Yeah. Like like small things like that, like the whole thing with the Riddler, like I said before, uh, compulsion to tell the truth. The thing you mentioned with Joker about I could escape whenever I want, whenever, you know, as long as I still think it's funny. It's like small things that make other, when you read them in other comics, those lines stick with you. You're like, oh, that explains that. Yeah. You know, like, I like yeah. picking lore like that. And this comic feels accurate enough to me to be like, yeah, that makes sense. This comic has so many Easter eggs if you're a DC Comics fan that like... Like, I wouldn't call this, I would call this a, perhaps one of the first quintessential ensemble comics that we've read. A lot of the quintessential yeah. comics we've read have been solo, either Batman or Superman. This one is yeah. like, you can, like, you'll know who the Justice League is. You'll know who Robin is. Like, even if you're not a huge, like, you can read this comic on your own and just appreciate it for how epic it is. I think so. I agree. And even the characters you don't know, they're just like, this is elongated, man. This is, it's very explanatory. It's yeah, not, exactly. you know, the only time you don't know information is because it doesn't want you to. Yeah. Because it's a, there's a huge cat and mouse game in this, like where like every couple steps you, you're like, who's winning? Is it the good guys or the bad guys? Yeah. You know what I mean? It just like mm. keeps, it's not one thing where it's like, oh, we're overcoming. It really feels like, they're neck and neck with each other the entire way. Dude, when Red Tornado gets fucked up in the watchtower. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to like That was terrifying. Yeah, dude. They have he to like rips put himself him back, apart. He rips himself apart. That was sick. Yeah, Red Tornado's a cool character. I, I like to see him when he's I liked like, him in this comic. I was like, oh, he's cool. Yeah, he's he's very much like Vision. Yeah. Him he's and Vision, Vision are like almost analog. the same exact character. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I love like I love in the action scenes, and it makes no sense when you think about it. But yeah, he's an android like Vision. 
but he like does this tornado thing and it's like, what is he actually doing? <laughs> it's a red tornado. I know. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's so random. <laughs> Black Adam's a fucked up dude in this one. He's awesome in this yeah. one. He's like, I killed the kid. <laughs> dude, he's a beast. Yes. I love that. I didn't guy. like that he was kind of he was so subservient. Like Black Adam's usually the dude that's like, no, I know what's happening. I don't know. He's rushing in my head, kind of yeah, has that, that was accent. Very, he's, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I am Black Adam. I know what's <laughs> happening. Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from that. Have you ever seen that? It's really short. It's not even like a full length cartoon, yes, maybe I've 20 seen minutes. It, I've seen it, I've Black seen it. Superman, Shazam, Black Adam. It's he fire, talks to like be that. honest. Yeah. No, I really like that. He has like a Middle Eastern accent in that. It's not. Oh, yes. I don't know. Like in my head, that's still how he sounds. But yeah, yeah, Black Adam (laughs) fucks up Shazam in this one. Yeah. That part with Mary Marvel where she she Shazams herself. She's human form falling to the ground just so he could catch her. Yeah. And she could be like, and then they all start beating on him. Yep. That was sick. Yeah. Hey, man, if they do that in a Shazam movie, that'll be really cool. That'll be really cool. Well, they already did the Shazam family, so there's room for it. Yeah, they're absolutely. I still haven't watched Shazam. I liked it, to be honest. I've tried to watch it a couple times, but I fell asleep. But I, lo- I love Shazam as a character, especially in this comic. He's one of my favorite, like, genuinely one of my favorite superheroes. This comic made me like Shazam because it was probably the first comic I read back in the day that had Shazam in it. As like a main feature. Dude, Alex Ross's Shazam and his Black Adam look incredible. Yeah. yeah. I love the way he's drawn. That's so fucking cool. You ever read Alex Ross's? He does these really short one-offs of, of each DC yes. hero. Yes, I have an entire book of all of them. Yeah, me too. That's really cool too. It's that it's just really like cool. it's just like quick stories with each. And I think maybe that was actually the first time I saw Shazam in one of those standalone books. Nice. No, he's sick. Well, do you guys, do any of you have the comic on you right now? Yes. Is it the one with all the characters, like the heroes on one side and the villains on the other side? Yeah, I have that cover. Yeah. Show it. Oh, no, I just got this. Damn it. Anthony, do you have yours? I have that in shirt form. Yeah. Okay. So I I want to show you guys something because my buddy who's an artist pointed it out to me. Cool. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not that one. The ones where they're standing. Uh, Like it's all the heroes on one. It's it's your t-shirt, Cody, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have that in one image. I mean, just the heroes or just the... Both. I was just going to point something out. So anyways, those pictures of of the ones with just the heroes and just the villains, uh, if you you look at it, the heroes are painted under like a red light. The villains are painted under a green light, which is just such a cool thing because it's like... Yeah, okay. Like the heroes, you would think they're there to like stop the villain rate. The villains are there. And it's super cool how, like, while everyone is, while all the heroes are getting taken out, all of the villains are systematically, like, being broadcasted to everybody on the planet. In every language. Yeah. Yeah. Very, like, very Star Wars, except, like, a giant hologram version. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, people, welcome to our cities. I like that uh, Black Manta pretty much makes, like, a black utopia of his city. Yeah, That was... <clears throat> that was cool because that gave it like, even though he's in it so briefly, it's like, oh, his motivation is to like better his people and shit. Right. Yeah. So, and then at the end, Aquaman's like, nope, you're, you're, fu- you're fucked up if you, yeah, you he's know. like, yo, you guys are all being like mind controlled, right? Literally. 
Yep. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy because you, like, at times you almost root for the villains in this. Dude, always. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they see themselves as doing the right thing in this story. And so do the heroes, though. Yeah, heroes yeah. always really see cool thing about doing it. the right thing, and they always leave a good amount of collateral damage around. Yep, Lex Luthor makes his Lex Luthor esque points hey, as psychotic does. as they are about how the heroes, you know, they're like, "Look what we did with our power in just like a few days." But it's true that they, he's right. Like, Dude, that was a really cool moment. The speech they gave, they're yeah. like, "We we're not, we're not going to apologize for the past, and we don't expect you to forgive us. For, mm-hmm. We're just letting you know what's happening." Yeah, but he has yeah. a point. He's like, dude, for all their powers, you're right. They, the Justice League has never cured world hunger or anything like poverty. Like, yeah, but Lex what have they Lu- done to to address police brutality? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Seriously. But like, see, here's here's the the psychoticness of Lex Luthor, where he's going to complain that heroes do too much and don't let humans do their own thing. So if they did do the things that the villains themselves just did, then Lex Luthor would still be like, oh, you just cured world hunger. You couldn't let us figure it out. You know what I mean? Like he just he's always going to hate Superman and the Justice League no matter what, because he like you. We've always talked about Lex Luthor like he's egomaniacal. Like he just he just wants he wants to be the guy that cures world hunger, the guy that makes world peace. However, yeah, he yeah. decides he wants to do it as long as you know and worship Lex Luthor. You know, that's why he wants to take out Brainiac because he'll let Brainiac do his shit up until the very end where, uh-oh, Brainiac's messing with my plans? Fuck that. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. You guys are into fascism, whatever. Yeah. We can still do this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I mean, yeah, the villains, Brainiac, of course, is Brainiac's insane. Insane. And like Brainiac, you can see how Brainiac really used he all he did was trying to do. He wasn't planning on defeating the Justice League. He was just planning on having all of the villains basically be enough of a buffer for him to get away with what he wanted and needed. Yeah, he mm-hmm. wanted those Sphere City people, right? Yeah. Yeah, even in his own fucked up way, he was the hero of his story too. He, <laughs> he was, took uh... He took uh he took Aquaman's child so that he was going to start his new civilization this new planet which would be his utopia free of anything organic that's what he said. Yeah. So in a fucked up way he was trying to do quote unquote the right thing for his people but he's insane. Yeah. And of course he wasn't doing the right thing. He was trying to fuck up he was causing Armageddon. <laughs> do you know what I like is I don't know if you guys remember this but it's like towards the end uh, Lex Luthor is basically walking along that factory where there's like a ton of Brainiac bodies. Yeah. And he puts that device on the one, which is the device that ultimately leads to Brainiac not being able to leave that one body that's in this. Oh, yeah. Because that's I, how he traps him. Yeah, in that's how he yeah. traps him. Because Lex Luthor, he's walking around. He's like, I know you'll betray me one day. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's in our nature. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. Yeah. I remember him doing that, but I didn't connect the two. It makes yeah. sense. That's why, like, the final body that Brainiac jumps to, he can't leave it. Yeah. And I do love the way the story ends on a really hopeful note because we see the Legion of Superheroes in the future. Yeah, that's cool. And a big thing with the Legion of Superheroes is that Brainiac, whatever, nine, ten, I forget which one it is, but he's on the Legion of Superheroes. He's not a bad guy. Yeah. It, it shows even in the future, like the ju- the Justice League is so, you know, pervasive. Their message about saving the world and protecting people is so out there that you know someone like Brainiac's people 
we'll just join them. You know, that's cool. After yeah. the whole story is about, like we're talking about, who's the hero? They all see themselves as the heroes, but the Justice League still are the best ones. Is Brainiac <laughs> from a planet called like Kolu or something? Or his yeah, name? he wants to make new Kolu. Yeah, new Kolu. Like, or his name is Kolu. I forgot which one it is. Either that he's from a place called Kolu. Yeah, or, I've, dude, or, I've heard the name. Yeah, or it might be the name of the people or yeah. something like that. Yeah. By the way, Cody holding that book looks like it looks like the Bible. Like Cody's about to read a passage. Dude, it is comic books, man. It's oh, Christian man. Cody is here in the house. Yeah, from the multiverse. <laughs> Loving God. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Dude, who would you guys want to be in this comic? You choose. I mean, that's a silly question. Um, who, who would I want to be or who would I be? Oh, okay. Well, let's do, yeah. <laughs> who would you be? Who would you guys, we got to do it. <laughs> One for each. We each get to pick who we want to be and we get to choose, uh, you know, who some, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay, choose, okay, you know. okay. I would say Cody. <laughs> I know. Is I'm the really time suck in this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say, Cody, you were either Gorilla Grodd, of course, or, <laughs> but I'm not sucking your dick. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe like Clayface? <laughs> <laughs> Clay Clayface. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. Who who do you see yourself as? Mm, I think I'd be the Flash. Oh god. The Flash. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Who not. would you be? Uh, I feel um, like Cody would be Plastic Man. Oh, okay. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like Plastic <laughs> Man? <laughs> Classic man is basically immortal and he's a cool dude. Oh, I think Cody would be one of the metal men. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather be the plastic man. (laughs) What? Metal men are sick. That's okay. I was going to say Anthony should be elongated man. I should be elongated (laughs) man. (laughs) Anthony. Anthony's elongated. Listen, I'm the Martian Manhunter. That's who I be. You are not the Martian Manhunter. You're either Brainiac. I'm afraid of fire. You're Brainiac. <laughs> I'm Brainiac. Okay, yeah. I'll be Brainiac. <laughs> I don't think Anthony's Brainiac. He's too pure. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I see. I, I see through that facade. <laughs> <laughs> I see him either being uh, Anthony. You might Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I find that I'm Superman. I guess if we're, if we're just yeah. saying crazy things. Oh, I'm Batman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Anthony, because you have a goatee, you could be Oliver Queen. Ooh, I'll Ooh. take Oliver Queen. Yeah, yeah I, I would give Anthony Oliver, Oliver Queen. Queen. Yeah, yeah, I'll take Oliver, Oliver Queen. Queen. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Green Arrow. I like how it's it's cool. Like when him and Black Canary get caught, or no, they don't get caught because get he caught. realizes he realizes Clayface is impersonating Black Canary, and he's quick enough to grab an arrow and like fuck shit up. Dude, that also the end of that scene is hilarious when the Black Canary does come in and fucks them up. And she has to take out Scarecrow. She has to take out Scarecrow, Scarecrow, and then she screams and fucks up Clayface too. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, you didn't realize it was me. And she's like, the hair was blonde. 
He was like, I thought you were just wearing a wig. I thought we were doing some crazy yeah. sexy shit. And then she was, yeah. she was like, but wait, how did you know to have the earplugs in? I was, I didn't, you know what I mean? And he was like, oh. like he wears them like all the time in supplies. Basically, yeah. <laughs> basically he, ta- he taps that ass so much that he makes Black Canary like, you know. Yeah, he's got to be prepared. He's, be, he's prepared for this orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who am I? Jake. I feel like Jake has the gorilla grod. He's really? always had the gorilla, gorilla grod, grod vibe. Okay. I'll take the that. villainous. You always feel connected to gorilla grod. <laughs> I feel like Jake, yeah, suck I his feel like dick. Jake is more of suck, <laughs> Oh, that's why you agreed oh. to suck it, because it would be sucking your own exactly, dick. Exactly. And I'm a narcissist. <laughs> 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 Ooh, I can be Riddler too. You could totally be Riddler. Yeah, I would give you Riddler. I forgot all about him. Okay, so who am I then? Who are you guys? We told you. You're the lamest of the fucking... No, who are you? Who do you see yourself as? You didn't tell us. Because I threw out a bunch. You guys are like, no. (laughs) (laughs) For me... Cody's uh, the cheetah. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you as uh, Captain Cold. Really? I don't think I'm that sleazy. He was sleazy? What? Time out. First off, what? (laughs) You are that sleazy. (laughs) You're sleazier than Captain Cold was. What about what about Joker for Cody for this one? Because he's not really involved in the battle. He's 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 just kind of doing his own thing. He's just like, all right. I was gonna say me for Joker more than Cody. (laughs) I'd see, but yeah, maybe you're right. (laughs) I don't know who I'd be. This is a maybe red tornado. Mm. Uh, Hawkman. Oh, I forgot about Hawkman. I completely forgot about Hawkman. Yeah, you could be Hawkman. Metamorpho. Oh, Metamorpho's cool, but he's really dumb in this (laughs) book. Yeah, he's, he's, he literally is like, he's I'm working dumbest. on my GED. I didn't get that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you explain this to me like I'm yeah, five he's, years he's, old? He's a fucking <laughs> idiot in this book. The nuclear, what's it call it? <laughs> he doesn't say any of that, but but yeah, he might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I want to pick. I don't know who are the characters. I forgot all. Cody. What about Toy Man? Toy. I'm not gonna pick Toy Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Cody is Aquaman. Here's why Ooh, he's Aquaman. He's we've established Cody's an His aquatic, aquatic person. Abilities, yeah. He's always in the water. He's got a son. Got a he son. will do anything to protect. So this whole story and Cody's definitely lamotomized himself in various ways That's throughout why, the years. That's why it had no effect on him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. You're Aquaman, dude. Okay, I'll take Aquaman. You don't I'll take Aquaman. You'll take Aquaman. Take Aquaman. All right. Yeah, and he fucks oh, shit up. Yeah. My king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also he gets attacked by sharks and he still like survives oh, that. You that's know, a that's sick pretty scene. Cool. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah, when he gets trapped by uh Manta. Yeah. yeah. I also really like how Brainiac implies like, oh, I'm dissecting you because you're like you're so you're so useful. Like you're so yeah. like you're not like these other guys. Yeah, he more or less says he's like, You're the most advanced out of all of them. Mm-hmm. He's like your brain, the fact that you can communicate with like eighty percent of life on the planet, that makes you inherently more useful to me. That's like 
You know? Yeah, dude, Brainiac being Brainiac's great. like a, yeah, ever, it's ever, a genius. He's like always cold scientist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Which is why you think him and Luther would get dude, along. I, that's my favorite looking Brainiac is the Golden Age one where he's like in the scientist gown just with the yeah. big arms. You know, that's yeah. such a cool brainiac. I don't like when he becomes like a robot or an AI. I like when he's got human features, even though he's against organic stuff. Like this one is yeah. cool. The old fashioned one is cool. Yeah. So how many Joe Peasies? Six, easily. Six. For me. Six. It is a six. It's, it's a, a very six. easy earned six. Effortlessly. Art, right? art alone, it's an earned six. Like Honestly, I would give yeah. it. The story could be straight doo-doo, and I'd still probably give it a six. <laughs> I'd say maybe it's the best DC book we've covered. Ooh, mm. I, I like that. I don't know if I would say that, though. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. Both, both are crazy. Um, why would you say something so, so bold and yet so controversial? <laughs> <laughs> I think the best DC book we w- read so far for me might be All-Star Superman. Ooh, I was going to say... Uh, probably long Halloween for me. Mm. Ugh, I'm gonna probably stand my ground with justice. Nice. I would probably go justice, long Halloween, All Star Superman in that mm. order. Ballsy Trey Ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Ballsy. <laughs> as, the, as the French would say it. <laughs> But yeah, I give it a I give it a six, man. I highly recommend it. I've reread it like it's actually I would say out of any comic book, I've reread Justice the most. For a while I would do it almost annually. I was like, yeah, this book is so good. I'll just read it again. Yeah, it's that good. Yeah. It's the art, it's it's breathtaking. It looks insane. And then like my man Alex Ross doubles down in Kingdom Come. Yeah, Kingdom Come, well, Kingdom like, Come came first. Oh, did it? We yeah, definitely have right. to talk. Yeah, it came yeah. out like 2003. We should I think. talk about that because that's also like yeah. an insano comic. Mm-hmm. Insano, yeah. and it's and, been and a they long go time together. Since the I've art makes it. yeah, the art makes it feels makes them feel like they're not connected really, but it, it almost makes it feel that way because Alex Ross is there. Yeah, you know, though his take on characters like his Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman are very distinct. They also feel like, like I'll be honest. Okay, this is what I was going to say that I forgot. When I read Justice, I admittedly, for whatever reason, I do read Batman's lines in Kevin Conroy's voice. Like to me, like yeah. that Batman has Kevin Conroy's voice. No, I agree. He kind of reminds me of Michael Keaton Batman a little bit, though the way he oh. looks. Maybe Just the way looks. he looks. Look, I'm just saying, voice wise, I, I like genuinely. I think, I think yeah. it's our boy KC. KC and the Sunshine, Sunshine Band. KC and JoJo. Hell yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Well, well, thanks for tuning in to our episode on Justice. Injustice, the, Justice. the best. The GOAT. The best. The GOAT. One of the greatest comics there is out there. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Buy that shit. Own it. Own it. Yeah, get a nice edition too. Yeah, don't get these. Treat new- yourself. Yeah, treat yourself, dudes. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. You know, get a good edition of justice. Yeah. A fat bowl of weed. Smoke yeah. it and then start <laughs> reading. So you know what yeah. I think is good about our podcast is that we actually promote reading, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How many other podcasts are doing it? We're helping kids learn. 
Yeah, dude. How to smoke Learn. weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- talk about comics. Yeah, I mean, it's the greatest things in life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Fuck off. All right. Peace. Bye. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.